Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a review of Disney Plus's Elephant with the headline, Elephant You'll Never Forget. Wait, I want to hear the clip. I don't want to hear the review. It's not out yet. What do you mean? I'll have to add a clip in post. It doesn't come out until Friday. Today is Thursday. As you're listening to the episode, you can just hop on over to Disney Plus and watch Elephant starring Duchess of Sussex, Megan. But... Currently, as we're recording, we don't have the clip, so I'm reading a thing, and then I might work in a clip. Okay, okay, if okay, I feel fine, like fine. The magic of the movie magic. It's, it's like, fine. do it's I fine. feel like re-editing this at midnight? We'll see. Catch me at midnight. Although, what else am I doing? You could like, sure, you could prepare yourself to really just slide in that clip. I could, I could, I could. <laughs> but then <laughs> the you have to is, upload it, the and then is, ad breaks in. Will, oh my god! Will he do it? And you'll know because you're listening to it. And will there be a clip at right now? What if there's just no clip? <laughs> Look, I'm awake. It's 12.05 a.m. An elephant is not there. I've searched. I've logged out. I've logged back in. It's not there. Oh, now it's telling me new to Disney Plus, the last song. No. No, I want the elephant. And I'm not going to keep waiting until 3 a.m. Pacific time or whatever. It's not there and I tried and this is the best you're going to get from me because I need to go to sleep. Amazing. Okay, so if there was a clip there, great job, self. You did a good job. You got up at n- If at not, I'm really if disappointed not, in you, honestly. We're still listening to this. We're still listening to this. <laughs> okay. This is a decidedly Disney-fied production, from the soundtrack strongly reminiscent of music from The Lion King, to the filmmakers assigning names to the three lead elephant characters, to the narration from one Meghan Markle, the actress, parentheses, Suits, who has, ret- who has returned to work after a hiatus from showbiz in which she married some fellow named Harry and lived in England. For elephants, family is everything, says Markle, sounding for all the world like a preschool teacher reading to her class. Anyway, um, apparently elephant is good. Currently, I haven't watched it, but again, maybe at midnight I will have watched it. I mean, how could it be bad? It's elephants pooping and living and loving and moving with the voice of Meghan Markle. How much could she screw up a good nature documentary or a decent nature documentary, right? She's not going to take it to that next level. She really, but she isn't going to destroy it, you know? No. How could she? Yeah. She's a professional. Yes, she is. I just love that it says narrated by Megan. It's just, it's so amazing that she's just Megan. Because I don't necessarily think she's at that level yet, though mm-hmm. I... I I think she is. Really? I think she is. I think she is. Yeah, I think she is. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if you said Megan to me, I wouldn't necessarily oh, say... Yes, you would. No, I yes, don't you know. Would. I don't Name know another I Megan. Would. Malali? Who are you going to say? Malali? <laughs> Yeah, if I said, oh, did you see the news about Megan? You would be like, which Megan? Bullshit. You would never say which Megan. Well, I know because you if you were telling me the news, I would know you were talking about Megan Markle. But maybe you would be talking about Megan Fox or you were telling me about Megan Rapinoe or you were telling me about Megan Barton Hansen. Maybe you were telling me about Megan Hilty or um, Megan <laughs> Meg Tilly. 
Okay, you're trolling me. You know that Megan is the mononymous Megan. She's the Megan. Megan Hilty. Unbelievable. What about Megan Williams, the Instagram star, or Megan Mace, a pop star, or uh, Megan Guthrie, YouTube star, TikTok star? This is the what worst website. What about Megan the Stallion? What about oh! Megan? Yeah. What about Megan, Megan the Reynolds? Stallion? What about Megan Reynolds? Yeah. What if you? What if I said you said what's going? On? Did you hear the news about Megan? I said, uh, yeah. What's happening with our friend Megan Reynolds? <laughs> you wouldn't think that. <laughs> Try uh. me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Who's There, a weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Vibe check. Obviously, <laughs> vibe's fighting. good. We're fighting. Obviously, vibe is much better than it was Monday, I gotta say. Vibe the on Monday. Monday vibe was Low. awful. This vibe is fine. That's this because fine. Bobby's two pieces came out on the same day. Notice that. Did you guys read mm-hmm. them? That was fun. Did you yeah. read his book review and his cover, sto- quote unquote, <laughs> digital cover story for the cut? <laughs> I write book reviews now. Um, yeah, you can read my profile of the Darius Marshall of Cheer on the cut. Yeah, the vibes. is raw, raw bitches. I didn't write it. That's a good head. I think it's kind of good. It's though. a good. No, it's a good head. It's a good head. But I think there's, it's like, that's part, that's great like the. Great photos. Beautiful photos. Yeah. <laughs> great gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the yeah, photos vibe, are vibes gorgeous. Better. Vibes better. Yeah. Vibes more upbeat. But we're, you know, we're, it's Thursday. Another week is almost done. I feel almost, yes. I feel accomplished about this, weirdly. Yes. I do too. Like, I feel, um, I feel. Like this week we did stuff. Yeah. No, but I also just feel like every week that ends, I'm like, that was an accomplishment to me because we because mm-hmm. we did it like that's because we did it because time passing is now as an accomplishment as whatever you get done during the day honestly you get nothing done during the day it's still an accomplishment to pass the day because it's a challenge to be restricted i know so, i finally understand unchained melody <laughs> i get it <laughs> i get it i'm gonna watch ghost again and be like yep <laughs> exactly <laughs> time so, does move by right. so fucking slow but it's an accomplishment versus just a slog so i think when the weekends i feel there's like a perspective shift where i feel mm-hmm. like wow like that's crazy that it's been three weeks <laughs> okay can we please move on let's get to like our thing just like staring out the window let's just at my fucking neighbors <laughs> my neighbors who refuse and i understand that it's quarantine and that you shouldn't be buying non-essential stuff yeah but like now is the time for curtains. You should buy now them curtains. The curtains. <laughs> you got to buy them curtains. It's been so long. And I know they've lived in that apartment for years because I've checked the street easy. I know they moved in in like 2016. What if you put up a little sign on your window that said curtains? <laughs> Seriously, just curtains? But I can't keep talking about my neighbors. Let's listen to calls. We got some comments. Let's start with this one. In time So slowly, and time can do so much. Hi, I just would like to let you know that Kim Kardashian's LLC is actually Kim the Princess. Um, that's it. Um, pretty much, that's pretty much all I have to say. So, crunch, crunch, bye. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Uh, so a lot of those articles about Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard actually listed the name of their LLC. 
It's called Pringus Property LLC, P-R-I-N-G-U-S. So I Googled what the word Pringus means, and Urban Dictionary brought up that it's a term that means asshole, but it's video game slang, and it's typically directed at somebody who's shooting you. Kind of like, you know, if someone sucks and they're a noob, I guess if someone's attacking you, they're a Pringus. So... I can't say I'm surprised that they would choose something cheeky like that. Um, and of course, like probably the antithesis of what we otherwise would have predicted, like sunshines and rainbows. But, um, yep, there you go. Pringus property. Good form, Bella Thorne. Kim's a princess. I remember that from Kardashian. Kim's a princess. Kim's a princess, Inc. And she did it in 2007. Kim's a princess. I mean, we- it's a, but it's all one word. Kim's a princess, Inc. Chloe's is Clomani, but then there was also Clomar whenever she was with Lamar. She had a Clomar? Do you know what Courtney's is? No. Two, the number two. Two die four, the number four, court. Two die four, court. The, do they think Inc. these are vanity plates? I'm so confused. I guess maybe they are vanity plates, essentially. Kylie's is King Kylie LLC, which I feel like we knew. And you know what Kendall's is? Can you guess what Kendall's is? Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Corp. Kendall Jenner, Inc. <laughs> Kendall's the only smart one. Once again, Kendall's like, I'm not engaging with this. I'm not all. doing this. I tried to find like ultimate lists of celebrity LLCs, but I feel like for the most part, they don't just put them out there. We got to make our out there own for some reason. list. I wonder if a lot of them are purpose because like those Kardashian ones are obviously clearly them. But I'm sure a lot of the LLC names for celebrities are kind of obtuse for a reason, like to keep you from knowing there yeah that it's them behind the thing whatever that's something someone else can dig into or we can but we did not for today i did find this this is funny when jennifer aniston purchased a new penthouse in new york this is from 2011 it was reportedly under quote norman's nest trust norman was the actress's beloved terrier corgi mix that died recently at age 15 so you could buy things through trusts you could buy things through your llc's i mean it's like there are so many options here Brittany and Kevin Federline's house was bought under the Love Shack Trust. Oh, my God. That's almost romantic. It's almost. (laughs) That describes their relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next call. Lindsay, I cannot believe that you hooed Max Eric when we all literally heard you on a podcast with him in 2016. What are you doing? I'm going to play a clip here of Lindsay talking to Max Eric. (laughs) I am so excited because we've got... Two amazing, sensual, beautiful, stunning, blowing my mind in every single way guests. So today we have Max Eric. What's up? And Lindsay Weber. Yes. Wow. This is so exciting. You got it. You two, I feel like you guys are going to be like a peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate situation. Oh, yeah. Like a magical mix that I'm going to be eating constantly. Like a cinnamon swirl in it. Oh, you guys are such a cinnamon swirl right (laughs) now. I love it. Okay. Uh, Lindsay, you know Max Ehrlich. How dare you forget him? I don't know him. I met him You're doing with him. a podcast. See, the thing is, is that here's my like admission as to not that he was forgettable. Okay, he was for- totally forgettable, but like he had he did not come up again since t- since 2016 for me. Like I did that podcast in 2016, right? It's been mm-hmm. four years, right? And mm-hmm. sorry, like I'm sure he's been busy, but like. His name has not come up in my life since then. And all I do is look at celebrity bullshit. So you'd think like this would be somebody who 
I would see, right? I would see his name. And I look at all different types of celebrity bullshit, not just like whatever. But like he hasn't come up at all. And so this was the first time. So I completely forgot. And even all of his credits and looking at his face did not jog the memory. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm also disappointed in myself for not remembering every podcast you've ever been on. Uh, what other po- Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been on a few podcasts. I do remember doing podcasts. Like, and also that podcast is a great one. It's the... Um, it was the, it was the, uh, this week had me like, this week had me like, sorry, it's a long name. Caroline, and, the Caroline Goldfarb. Yeah. Caroline. And it's come and it's coming back and I, I'm was going to do it again and whatever scheduling got messed up. Thanks to, you know what? And I didn't end up doing, I didn't end up doing it while I was in Los Angeles, but it's a great pod. It's so fun. And I loved being on it. And it's just so funny that this was the guy that I was on it with. And now he's dating Demi Lovato. Hi, Lindsay. Bobby, Postmates driver. I love the OSPI framework. I think you should call it the OPIS, like O-P-I-S, and then you can have your magnum opus, the who's magnum opus. Uh, women don't belong in balloons. I think that's just really smart, just moving the letters around. We <laughs> called it OSPI. And she was like, no, Ospie's call like it an opus. <laughs> I love it. It's our, mag- it's our magnum opus, but it's spelled yeah. O-P-I-S. Mr... Well, you know, somebody suggested we add nepotism to it, so it could be called mm-hmm. we could nopis. But I feel like nepotism is not a desirable thing. It's almost more impressive if you're not nepotism, so it's we should probably leave it out. Because you you're know? thinking of this as an award, not as like yeah, a checklist. Yeah. Because you like, want like a yeah. like an egot. It's something that you worked hard yeah. for, it's something you earned. And nepotism ugh. If you check out the Facebook group, they have a somebody started an amazing doc that has the opus written out and then people are filling in the opus for different celebs and seeing who has won the opus god bless a hooligan who loves spreadsheets (laughs) truly (laughs) i love it hi who weekly long time long time um i heard you guys talking about alexa chung i feel like you are remiss to not mention her american um stint as the host of It's On with, Alunk- with Alexa Chung um, on MTV. It was supposed to be um, a TRL replacement back in 2008, nine, And it was actually really good. She was very quirky and had tons of personality and would have celebrities and whatnot on, but then would do weird things like mini golf on TV or like dress up in weird costumes and that's actually where i found out about her and thought she was like super charming um and kept following her but i would say her book is really bad um <laughs> anyways um garjo yummy saying her book is really bad reminded me of so after our episode went up um my friend ben texted me and was like these are my favorite alexa chung quotes Oh, because he's British. He's British. Yeah. If you're British, you're definitely more familiar. Oh, yeah. Sent me a photo of a magazine that he had circled. Like, this is not like a screenshot from a website. He <laughs> sent me, you know, his research, his yeah. file on Alexa Chung. Right. And one of them was, I kind Thanks, of wish ben. I was gay. It would make life so much easier, she says. I have like a million girl mates I would love to date. And he's like, mm. she grins. <laughs> okay. And then this is a this is a quote from her book <laughs> that this caller said is bad. Lolita is my favorite book. She's uh-huh. also my favorite character to reference when getting dressed in summer months. <laughs> Obviously, this look is age dependent, but until people start throwing rotten tomatoes at me in the street, it's an inspiration I'm willing to plunder. 
I love her heart-shaped glasses. Heart-shaped glasses. So cool. Also the hot pants and crop blouse combo. The, the matchy-matchy bikini with high-waisted shorts. Pigtails. It can look ridiculous if you're under 16 or over 25, but I'm willing to keep paying tribute to this limby literary icon. <laughs> Wait, I love that Like, it's not just a quick quote and thought. It's like a thought-through thought. Like It oh, keeps yeah. on going. It's a paragraph. It's a paragraph <laughs> about how much she loves Lolita. <laughs> I love dressing like her. Imagine Stop. that's your t- like you you close Lolita and you're like I loved her style. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm going straight to ASOS. Okay, next call. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Long time, long time. I just discovered that Jason Derulo's real name well, his real name is Jason Derulo, but it is spelled D E S. R-O-U-L-E-A-U-X. All right. Uh, live in the Vita laptop. Bye. Live in the Vita I laptop. I knew this. Yeah, I didn't know this. How did I not know this? Lindsay says she knew Derulo. this. I didn't know this. He's from uh, he's from New Orleans, right? Derulo. Jason Derulo. Yeah, he's from New Orleans. Oh, his parents were Haitian. His parents were Haitian. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. He's from Florida, grew up in New Orleans. His parents are Haitian. The reason this comes up is because he says his own name so much that it's like, what is Derulo? Where did that come from? And then you take one step and you find out it's Derulo, which is beautiful. Okay, so Lindsay Bobby, you all just talking about Ellen Barkin, but y'all did not mention that when she was married to Ron Perlman, he gave her divorce papers, and then so she sold all the jewelry that she had given him in an auction very publicly in 2006, and it was super funny, and I think they even made fun of it on an episode of Sex and the City, but I can't really remember. Um, But anyway, yeah, she sold all of her jewelry that he'd given her because she was like, these are not the memories I want to wear, which was super iconic of Ellen Barkin because she's kind of, she kind of comes to her house as like kind of a bitch. But in a great way. But anyway, crunch crunch. Oh my god, that's so that's so first wives club. It's really first wives club. So there's a great New York Times story called Ellen Unloads from September two thousand six. And it says, Miss Barkin, 52, has chosen an equally public denouement by putting up for auction the extravagant jewelry that Mr. Perlman lavished on her, having decided to part with more than 100 pieces valued at $15 million, a symbolic and literal purging of the union. Oh, yeah. These are just not memories I want to wear out every day, These Ms. are gorgeous. Do you see this gorgeous jewelry? Yeah, they're gorgeous. I, f- I found a, 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 another article about, she, they have all the different pieces. She had a beautiful... Um, a lot of... A is- lot of uh, a lot of jade, not jade, um, emerald. Yeah, the apricot diamond ring, a colored diamond thread ring by Jar. Oh, my God. It's like gorgeous, dark, yeah. orangey, browned diamond. And it says that it did inspire a scene from Sex and the City, the movie, when when Kim Cattrall is like, they're all at the auction and she bids on the, the flower ring mm-hmm. from the divorcee mm-hmm. who, da, da, yeah. da, you know that, whatever. Yeah. You can put a clip here if you want. Uh, that's incredible. I did not know that. I did I did not know that story. Wow. She ascribed the recent upturn in her career to luck and the generosity of the movie's Ocean's 13, the movie's director, Steven Soderbergh, and one of its producers, Jerry Weintraub. She was sitting on the beach at a friend's vacation house after her divorce, Miss Barkin recalled, mulling over her own contribution to the failure of her marriage when her phone rang. It was Jerry asking, how are you doing? I said, not so good, she recalled, her eyes welling. He said, quote, you're going to feel better in about 30 seconds. 
you're the female lead in Ocean's 13. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like, I hate my life. My husband is divorcing me. But guess what? She's the female lead in Ocean's 13. First time caller, long time listener. Um, Just listening to this week's Who's, uh, Who's There and Tommy Dorfman and Andy Dorfman of The Bachelorette fame are cousins. Okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, I got to fact check this. And fortunately, I found my way to Bustle.com. And the headline, Andy Dorfman is related to Tommy Dorfman from 13 Reasons Why. And their interactions on social media are too cute. <laughs> and then I was like, I got to see the interactions. But <laughs> the Instagrams have since been deleted. <laughs> so I, <laughs> there is. <laughs> Welp, and you gave up there. There is a tweet. <laughs> There is a tweet from Andy Dorfman that says, ah, so freaking proud of you at Tommy Dorfman at 13 Reasons Why. So, okay. Who Andy Dorfman is a bachelor person. Uh, she was the bachelorette a few seasons ago. She was like, yes, the New York. I think she's a lawyer. Uh, I forget. But I did like her. I do remember, but I forget her. She was on the Juan Pablo season and then she was on the next season and she she picked a guy who she ended up dumping. Do you want to know how they're related? Yeah. After Andy Dorfman tweeted that tweet about 13 Reasons Why, yeah, a random person responded, at Andy Dorfman, do you watch 13 Reasons Why? Is Tommy Dorfman your cousin? If so, that's amazing. Prayer hands, prayer hands, prayer hands. And Tommy responded, yes, we are related. <laughs> Wait, so do you... <laughs> yes, we are related. Yes. That's the confirmation? It works. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess they're related. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone photo that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly. With it. comments and everything. It'll just be on. <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes. So it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No. But do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. Ad photos. You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. On March 25th, 2020, Michelle Trachtenberg wrote on Instagram, So... My friend dared me to do something I'm afraid of while hashtag social distancing. That would be a video of me singing, with no makeup, showing off my blonde eyebrows and eyelashes. 
I'm chillaxing during this quarantine. Catching up on cleaning, organizing and working slash writing from home. If you're going to say something nasty in the comments because you don't like my messing up singing of June Carter's song. Fuck off. This is me being brave and vulnerable as we all are doing at this time. Now please excuse me, I'm late to make my boxed mac and cheese lunch. Red heart cheese wedge and yes. I have secret dimples. Winking face with tongue. I got hands, and you got hands. Let's not get together, but wash those hands. Let's go social distancing. Crunch, crunch. She was playing off of this <laughs> June Carter Cash and Carl Smith song called Time's A-Wasting. I'll play a clip here. Now I've got arms. And I've got arms. Let's get together and use those arms. Let's go. Turning times a wasting into social distancing is so brutal. It's so tough and <laughs> rough tough. and awful. It's rough. It's tough. It's rough. It's tough. I've got hands and you've got hands. Let's not get together but wash those hands. Let's go home. Social distancing. I was like, oh, we should talk about Michelle Trachtenberg. And then I looked at Michelle Trachtenberg and I was like, there's nothing to say about Michelle Trachtenberg. Nothing? nothing i tried her instagram is weird her instagram feels lost in time like it's truly an outlet for her like there's a lot of selfies and filters and just gabbing and flashback friday she's gotta is this gonna be rude to be like this is gonna sound this is gonna come off so rude though but this caption has a very early Lindsay lohan vibe just like too much no one's mad at you over explaining, but also like someone who's very like throwback Thursday is every day of my life, you know, because yeah. all people do is reference like old characters that I played, you know, yeah. to me. And it's yeah. and it's making me crazy. She is just like your prototypical bored child star. Yeah. Um, And all of this stuff gets, I don't know, exacerbated whenever you are in quarantine. Like... It's just very weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I do love early Michelle Trachtenberg work. Like I love I loved Harriet the Harriet Spy. Harriet the Spy. She's great on Gossip Girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch Gossip Girl, but I believe it. <laughs> Take my word for it. That is the first time we've played a call where someone used text to speech <laughs> to call in, which I find very fun. And But like, we will probably never do know. again, so don't just do it. It's funny. It's funny. Again. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I am taking a quarantine walk, and I just had to call you guys and tell you that this morning I saw that Bindi Irwin got married yesterday in a rush. Um, they were planning their wedding for a year. Um, then this COVID stuff happened, and they wanted to have an actual wedding before they had to cancel it. So they got married yesterday at an empty Australia Zoo with, I think, literally no one there except maybe brother and mom and parents. Um, but yeah, so that's probably one of the least boring things Bindi has done in a while. Um, she's also really precious and I'm happy she got to get married and she was safe about it because there was like no one there. Um, so yeah, good form, Bella Thorne, crunch, crunch. Women don't belong in balloons. 
Mean Grace. Finding out the details on the People magazine cover story of you know, chronicling Bindi Irwin's wedding. I was no longer mad for the reasons that this person brought up. Well, there were Bindi like three people there. Bindi is precious. She is precious. Mm-hmm. She's a national, she's a beloved treasure? national treasure. But I was watching the live stream. Okay, there was a live stream of this wedding, which I don't even understand how or why. Was it a drone that was filming it? Who was filming it? There was a live stream of the set of this wedding and I watched the beginning of it or like, and there were people around setting up stuff. It wasn't three people or whatever. Three so, guests, though. I think it may have just been the staff. So there was still staff putting stuff together. There was still stuff. I just, I don't really understand. I, I'm sure they want it to be like, oh, it was so safe. It was so da-da-da. But like, there was staff running around like doing stuff. So I don't really know. The true safe version would have been like, you know, do it another time or just literally sure. don't have the wedding, you know? Just do it in your house with the people you're quarantining with. You do you know? think People Magazine was like, we will pay you to do this I, because that's we what I was gonna say. need a cover that's not COVID-19? I was going to ask you the same question because there, this wedding was planned for later. So this wedding could not have been on the cover of this particular week. So maybe they were like, maybe they already had uh, a deal to do an exclusive, you know, a couple weeks later. Yeah. That was like long, yeah. long out. And they were like, let's just push this up. I, I don't know, maybe. And also these photos, I don't we don't know for certain that these photos were taken on their wedding day, you know? Good point. These photos could have been taken, they could have been people exclusives taken a month ago. Good point. You know? So there's really no way to know, but there are some good details. One of them is, on March 25th, the crikey, it's the Irwin star, 21, and Powell, 23, exchanged <laughs> I do's, I love that, in an intimate ceremony attended by, quote, lots of animals and just three guests, Bindi's mom, Terry, her younger brother, Robert, and her late father's best friend, Wes Mannion. So Even no, if it wasn't so by the book perfect. What was Steve Irwin's sexy niece's name? Oh, Rebecca Loby. Rebecca Loby. Okay, so Rebecca Loby was not there, confirmed. Crikey, Steve Irwin's hot niece Rebecca Loby flaunts her curves in a tiny red swimsuit amid self-isolation. This is from yesterday. Crikey! <laughs> so she's still making headlines. Cool. Um, what else happened with Bindi Irwin's wedding? Well, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I want, I support Bindi Irwin's happiness and I I love this, you know, she's in, she's a national treasure and this is all very nice. I just, I do suspect that People Magazine was like, you gotta have this wedding. Right now, we need mm-hmm. to put this on the cover because we're running out of stuff to put. I mean, they'll never really run out of stuff to put on the cover. But like, you know what I mean? Like, this was a big one mm-hmm. for them. This exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to say was Animal Planet is on Discovery Inc. This story ends with this line. Crikey, it's the Irwins. Bindi's wedding special premieres April 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Animal Planet. Animal Planet is a subsidiary of Discovery Inc. And Discovery Inc. and People Magazine, they have a really like long-standing relationship. So that helps explain here's my qu- it as well. Wait, so here's my, qu- here's my other question to you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're saying like, oh, we got to get this on the cover. But also if they filmed it for a wedding premiere, a wedding special... There also probably was a contract in place for that. For that, yeah. yeah. They just pushed it up. They needed to have this wedding so they could film it so they get it on TV. Also, my question is, what about the the people who were filming it, who were taping it, who the cameraman and all that? Like, I just they don't... They needed to do the show. They needed to do the cover. They needed to move it up because of, yeah, like, but, okay, contracts. But you're telling me that four people were at this wedding? Sorry. Way more than four people were at this wedding. If it was mm-hmm. shot for TV, if it was if it had any type of food or setting up or tables or whatever, I saw those people running around setting those things up on the live stream. I don't know what that mm-hmm. live stream... I don't know how, like, valid that live stream was, but I'm pretty sure that was it. And 
so I, I don't know this like quote unquote very small intimate wedding is mm-hmm. more of a production than I think we're being told by this article. Oh, for sure. But at least they did do it before the stay at home order. Like they did well, do it they correctly, didn't but get they really in shouldn't have done trouble, it. Trouble, yeah. but to yeah. sneak under the line is what they're trying to do is a little mm-hmm. intense. Anyways, okay. Hi, Who Weekly. First time, long time. Can you please talk about Leslie Jordan? Because I don't really know who he is and I don't really feel like looking it up, but he's making really great quarantine content over on his Instagram. Thanks. Live in La Vida Laptop. Live in La Vida Laptop. I love that who that's back Leslie officially. Jordan? Leslie Jordan is a character actor ex- known for being extremely Southern extremely like flamboyant gay. like <laughs> extremely gay just like the gayest voice he's the so gayest cute. attitude he's cute he's cute as cute could be a lot of people knew him because of Will and Grace I didn't watch Will and Grace so this didn't mean anything to me but oh yeah he was so good in Will and Grace that's probably how I know him lately he was in The Help as Emma Stone's boss at the newspaper Ryan Murphy loves him he's been in a lot of um American of horror stories He's a he's a TV character. Like he appears on every single show as like. But a what small we're talking like about is his Instagram. He's been doing Instagram stories, yes. and they're very funny and cute. And I'm glad he's like getting attention from people who don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really nothing to say about him. Really, basically, he's just a delightful character actor who I guess if you follow him. You've known he does this kind of front-facing video diary content for a long time, but now he's had a spike in them because it's gotten truly deranged because he's stuck at home with his mother, (laughs) I believe, in Tennessee. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And so I think he went to go be with her Uh so that she wouldn't be alone. That's sort of how it seems. So I made a supercut of all the videos he's made since going down to be home with his mom. Of course he did. makes he's ha- he has like hundreds of videos, of but I only did. did the ones in the past like three weeks since he's been under quarantine. And here's the fun supercut. I'll play it here. How old is he? If his mom is 84, how old is he? I'm I guess he's I'd 64. Ne- no, okay. he's 64. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, shit. Well, shit. Well, I'm here making enough chicken salad for an army of one. She had given me. A tab of ecstasy. You snorted a gram. And we got put in jail. And the other co-star was Miss Betty White. It was George Clooney that did it. Bryce, Dallas Howard, she's very organized. I can see forgetting me, but Alice and Janie. Look at that episode on Boston Legal. My mother hollering up the steps asking me who I'm talking to. I'm talking to my friends. Mama, quit bothering me. Okay, that's Leslie Jordan. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I just watched Outbreak with Renee Russo, and I'm wondering what's up with her. Where's she been? Um, she seems in my mind almost like a Laura Dern, but Laura Dern is like out here or in there. <laughs> um, but where's Renee Russo? Um, thanks, Crunch Crunch. Can I like address the Laura Dern comparison? I feel like mm-hmm. the Laura Dern comparison isn't quite right because Laura Dern had a almost had a latent career resurgence but didn't ever mm-hmm. leave and Renee Russo had this thing where she like left and came back and mm-hmm. had a had a resurgence and is a little bit older than Laura Dern so Renee Russo came back and got the got parts that 
or Laura Dern would be able to get parts that Renee Russo couldn't get when she came back. She had to like mm-hmm. take some parts that were that were for older women or whatever. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So it's not quite the right comparison, although I'm trying to think of what the right comparison would be. Renee Russo mm-hmm. is like definitely working. I just feel like maybe you don't come across her. She's not getting the roles that are like getting her the attention since maybe Nightcrawler as maybe other actresses are get oh, like uh, older actresses are getting. Yeah. She got stuff. a little bit of attention for Velvet Buzzsaw, but that was just like some Netflix movie not that people really. like kind of ignored. Right. Not They were really. like, because it was, well, the main thing is because it was the same. She was like reconnecting with the director of Nightcrawler. And it was like, oh, cool. Like they're going to make another thing. And the director of Nightcrawler is her husband. Isn't the night- <laughs> yeah. It's her husband. You're right. And it's like, that's it- the whole thing is like her husband makes good movies and she's in them. Mm-hmm. So she kind of disappeared after like a very, very active and cool nineties. Then she came back and she's in a lot of, she's in things, but just like not as many high profile things. And she's also more of a supporting role in those things. Yes. You know, like it makes sense that you've stopped paying attention to her. You know, actually who I would compare her to is Andy McDowell. In a weird way. Yeah. Like like Andy McDowell was like a huge thing. Left, came back, has like sporadic roles in cool stuff where she's really good. Like Magic Mike 2. And like she she Mm. when she does stuff, you're like, wow. But nothing that's like. She had a sort of like not quite an Oscar play, but like she was in like a cool movie that with that she was in with um, Chris O'Dowd. This is love or the love. This is. Yeah, and she was naked in it, and it was like, wow, she's like sixty something and naked. Like this is cool, and she was very, very good right. in it. You know who? You know what Renee Russo was so good in though? The intern. <laughs> she's, oh yeah. She's really well, the fucking good annoying thing about the intern, intern is that she's good. She's the masseuse in the intern. Right. She's so and good. then her character is just like her character just goes Drops. away. I know she. I know. She they give, introduce her and it's like, oh, this rules, and then she just goes away. She gives him a boner and it's like, whoa, she gives and him then a boner. like it's good somehow. Like the, for some reason, they're able to get beyond that terrible gag, and then she just disappears. Well, doesn't at the well, end, the intern she's is there. one of the the intern is one of the rare movies that makes a boner into like a very sweet moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like it's I don't know true. how she did it, but like in the intern, a boner is it's like, true. oh, Robert De Niro has it's a boner. True. It's true. It's like Nancy saw like super bad or something and was like, mm, like a boner seems like a good thing I should put in my movie as like comedy but then somehow made it her own in which yeah, it's not yeah. very funny it's also it's kind of just sweet okay Renee Russo uh things I didn't know about Renee Russo that she's bipolar and she revealed it on a taping of the Queen Latifah show RIP that yeah. talk show just a weird mm-hmm. moment this was when she was on with Jake Gyllenhaal when they were promoting Nightcrawler which is Nightcrawler. an amazing movie uh they said uh what did Queen Latifah asked them to discuss something that they've had to push through to, to take their lives one step further and she just goes bipolar medication <laughs> everybody was like what mm-hmm. so she was taught so that's a whole thing and then i guess she's trending now because like this caller said people are watching outbreak a great movie which i actually have not watched recently i'm a little bit terrified to watch it to be honest no not- uh you can watch outbreak you can't watch contagion contagion well, I've is seen contagion 12 times already you know I- contagion's in my mind contagion is like this is too real outbreak is ridiculous outbreak right. is ridiculous we actually watched it fairly recently right. as well like within the last year and it's like yeah. it's so silly also the outbreak is, is, within, is in a very it's really cheesy it's very dumb it's really funny that it's like the two movies that people are like running to watch or whatever are outbreak and contagion those are the two we have no that's it we have no better so you know 
It's just weird the references, the pop culture references that I'm gonna we watch, have for this. I'm going to watch Safe again this week. Have you seen Safe, the Julianne Moore movie? It's great. No. I have it on Blu-ray. What is it's, Safe? Uh, Todd, it's, it's Todd Haynes. What's it about? It's about Julianne Moore as this like Orange County like... Wait, but does it have anything to do with this? Or are housewife. You just, are you just saying what you're going to watch this weekend? Why are we bringing this up then? Like it's about sickness. It's about this woman who is like, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm getting so sick. And everyone's like, you're crazy. It's all in your head. And it's like her trying to figure out why, what's making her sick. Is the sickness real? Is it all in her head? And she's so rich. And so it's like <laughs> she's going to all these doctors and she's going to all these wellness retreats. But it was made in like the, early, like the mid 90s. Interesting. Um, okay. There's like a fibromyalgia angle to it or like Morgellons angle yeah, to it where well, that's people don't believe it that you're actually sick. Like more about auto, it seems more about autoimmune deficiency. What is it? Autoimmune? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Um, d- disorders. Uh, the other good thing, I, the other thing I learned about Rene Russo via like Rene Russo researching was BuzzFeed wrote a pseudo profile of her. Adam B. Very wrote it when she was in Nightcrawler and doing press for it and revealed that she owns cows. So she's saying, you know, he's asking what happened to you when you went away from Hollywood what did you do and she said um she said I wanted to educate myself a bit I probably watched 2,000 documentaries on the history of various places it was so exciting okay so she educated herself and then she worked with the Department of Water and Power because they were in the middle of a drought uh California Mm -hmm. so she worked with them and helped them blah 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 literally this she says blah blah then I started a business white cow dairy i have 40 cows upstate new york i have the coolest farmer friend he's great he used to be an advertiser okay so she's talking about how they make the best yogurt in america or something in america and i go to whitecowdairy.com still exists and yes i have no evidence to believe it doesn't but they only sell it at the little store that they have and I, I sense that it's like renee gave some startup money to her friend who has cows you know and like he mm-hmm. has he he deals with mm-hmm. the cows. Um, I thought and he of, makes a little money off of it. And yeah, he, yeah, and, and I don't know if Renee, maybe Renee gets some free yogurt or something. She loves cows. Oh, did you see this? You know where the you know where the cows live. Blue Hill Farm. Oh, so it's a farm within a farm. Fancy, you know Blue Hill. Blue Hill's like one of the fanciest restaurants. Right. In so New the York. so the farm is within yeah. the restaurant. So the farm uh-huh. provides it's the an restaurant with farm. dairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I bet if like Blue Hill probably pays a lot of money for that yogurt and that milk and any of those dairy right, products, why they probably make butter out of it. Which uh-huh. is why it's only sold in this like little store up there. Maybe one yeah. day I'll get Rene Russo's uh, dairy, but today's not that day. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, you know, really quick thing, though, before we move on from Rene Russo, we don't want to watch contagion documentaries like pandemic documentaries or pandemic, you know, fiction. But you do want to watch some Rene Russo. Turn on the Thomas Crown Affair. It's so good. <laughs> it I was good. just realizing, like, I need to rewatch Thomas Crown Affair because it's amazing and she's incredible in it. This is Agreed. by no, it's not one of, it's like, it's not underrated. Everyone loves the Thomas Crown Affair, but like, watch the Thomas Crown Affair. It fucking rules. Okay, next call. I am begging you guys, please, can you talk about the video that just came out of Shawn Mendes and Camilla Cabello walking extremely slowly so the paparazzi can get pictures of them while in quarantine. It's just chef's kiss. Like, it is amazing. Women don't belong in balloons. Why were they... Somebody asked me why they were walking so slowly, and my answer I gave was that I think that they were back... Well, they were, like, they were walking slowly because they didn't want to... They were trying to keep their distance from the paparazzi. Right? 
I mean, it's either they were walking slowly because they were trying to keep their distance from the paparazzi or they wanted to make sure the paparazzi's got good shots. <laughs> That's what the caller's <laughs> arguing. And I think I agree with that because oh, it's like they wanted like, to make oh, sure. Because of coronavirus, they were like trying to like keep safe distance from them. <laughs> no, no, I don't think um, so. There was also. I think they were trying to make sure the paparazzi, you know, got the yeah. shot, you know, yeah, 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 didn't yeah. get a blurry image. Yeah. We'll, right? go, we'll go really slow over here. You'll get a pic. The pics of them have been crazy. Funny. Funny. They've been funny. I just love this E This e headline. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello have never been more relatable on their painfully slow stroll. Relatable because they look like shit? It's also, you're, you're right. How is it relatable that they're walking slow? Like, there's nothing relatable about a celebrity couple that's, you will not convince me that they're actually in love. Maybe they're like buddies now because, sure. you know, I bet they've they're been asked than ever. to do this. Yeah. I bet they're extremely close. But it's like nothing about this, like, extremely, I don't know, allegedly manufactured relationship walking slowly outside of their mansion while being photographed by the paparazzi is relatable. Well, none of that is. Speaking of walking outside and being popped by the paparazzi, every single day we're getting new banana photos. And <laughs> there was a little bit of a viral moment where somebody got them on TikTok and then wrote in the comments. I mean, you, you take this with a grain of salt. Obviously, it's not true or whatever. That it's not confirmed. He yeah. saw them. He saw her pull out a phone and call the paparazzi and say, okay, we're ready. And then seven paparazzi jumped out of a van and took photos of them and then went away. Well, did you see this headline from two hours ago? I'm texting it to you. From now, two hours like ago? It. I'd like you to read it. Okay. I'm ready. Ben Affleck, quote, would love to have a baby with his girlfriend, Ana de Armas. What the They are moving this forward. Slow it down. It's from a source. Slow it, it says, down. Ben loves children and loves being a dad, a source exclusively reveals in the new issue of Us Weekly. He would love to have kids with her one day. I'm telling you, I think that he's very into it and she is calling the paparazzi and being like, we're ready. I still, <laughs> I still think like this we is not... We haven't even seen uh, the movie. We don't know about the chemistry. Yeah. They need the... Well, okay. So they need to do this for the movie. When the movie comes out, they will be at the premieres together. Who knows Blah, blah, when. blah, blah, blah. blah. But I still think... Who knows when that movie's coming out? And because I'm crazy, because I've, you know, celebrity culture and celebrity news has rotted my brain. Uh Uh-huh. I still think this is him trying to get Jennifer Garner back, that this is all going to end with them being, breaking up and her being like, you know, Ana de Armas is going to be like, I love my time with him. He's such a sweet man. But like we moved, we moved, um, like I was, I was growing older and like we grew apart. Yeah, it's true. And then he is going to... Fall back in love with Jennifer. Well, he never fell out of love with Jennifer Garner, in my okay, estimation. Okay, But okay, they're going to move okay, back into each with okay, each other. Okay, okay. This is all the so plan. So, do you think? Here's my question. Do you think him? This, He's trying like, to bait her. Just listen. Do you think him saying like uh, he loves kids? He loves his kids. It's more just like mm-hmm. a message to Jennifer that's Garner. Just, it's like he doesn't want to have kids Lindsay, with Anna de Armas. He just wants his kids back. Lindsay, like to be that's with his what kids. I am saying. That is exactly what I am saying. So this article is actually just like manipulation to be like. Jen, like, are you jealous? But also, I love my kids. Because she's going to go, oh, yeah. like, he does love his kids. Like, Shookus, Shookus was, like, a true rebound. He was, like, depressed, blah, blah, blah. Ana de Armas is, like, pointed. Ana de Armas is, like, I want Jen's attention. Right. I saw some article that's, like, Jen Garner says that, like, Ana de Armas isn't ready to, like, meet the kids. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah, no one can meet anyone. Like, you can't meet the kids. No one's meeting anyone right now. There's no meeting. No, stop meeting. Enough with the meeting. 
okay can we I just want them to get back together. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. I don't give a shit about so many celebrity couples, but for some reason, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, it's like, I need them to get back I know together. you're, I know you're, it's like a, it's very weird. Honestly. It's I weird. do like, not I care. Hope it, I, I, I see it. Fine. Even you're like, I want them to get back together. No, you're being I ridiculous, really, but I want it I, to happen. I mean, I, I like Ben Affleck, but I think this is a relationship in which he's more engaged than his partner. Banana. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we go to the next one, please? Next call. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love C B distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com code WHO cbdistillery.com Hey Lindsay Bobby, I have a question. Um, who's Molly Shannon? I know she's someone but I don't know who. And also her Instagram handle is the official is at the official superstar. Do we know why? What does that mean? Is it is she some is she someone or something? I don't. Oh no! Crunch crunch. Now that we've heard a call from an eighteen year old, let's get a call from a thirty five year old. <laughs> Hi, Who Weekly, long time, long time. Who is Charlie D'Amelio? Thanks. Bye. Lindsay very rightfully called these our audience in two examples. <laughs> people who don't know who Molly Shannon is, like young people, and people who don't know who Charlie D'Amelio is. You can't know who, if you know who both of them are, you're us and no one else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you know who both these people are, you have a problem. A huge problem. Yeah. Right? Or, yeah, you're on the internet too much. It's in some way your job to know about these sorts of things. Right. Um, yes, you're like a pop culture reporter for us. Yes. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. For, just for anyone. <laughs> Molly Shannon, uh, iconic 90s Saturday Night Live star. The reason this, the reason she has superstar in her bio is because she, uh, one of her most famous Saturday Night Live characters is uh, Mary Catherine Gallagher, star of the movie Superstar, because that's what's, that was her catchphrase, one of her catchphrases. 
um, a TV movie obsessed teen who it is went to funny a that if you Catholic just school. read I'm a super, the original superstar you'd be like what you'd be like what yeah <laughs> Charlie D'Amelio is the most followed person on TikTok. she's a TikTok star she's the most followed person on TikTok that's it yeah she's a, she's kind of the she's kind of the emblematic TikTok dancer I would say because TikTok has many different forms. Many people do many different types of things on TikTok that are popular, but the most popular thing on TikTok are dances that spread. And Charlie is like the most popular dancer, right? Mm -hmm. She dances on TikTok. And now she's become bigger than that because, of course, if you become famous on a platform that old people don't understand, you end up getting even more popular because they're like, the whole thing is they want to figure it out and have you on The Tonight Show and da-da-da. So she was on Jimmy Fallon and I think... Stuff like that. So she's already kind of broken out a little bit of the thing. But I would argue no one knows. She's not not really broken out past like TikTok. She's from Connecticut and her dad is a um, like a politician in Connecticut. Oh, and really? also has a huge So he also has a huge social media following uh-huh. and like dines out on the fact that his daughter Daughter's is also famous. TikTok. Wait, what politician so like, is he? What's his politician? He's what's, a Republican. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's never been elected, but he's like run for office, like state uh... office. He was defeated in 2018. He was defeated wow. in 2017. She's also 15 years old, FYI. So <laughs> just wanna just wanna let you guys, in case you're wondering, she's 15 years old. She's 15 years old. God, 43 <laughs> million followers on TikTok. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. It's like that's, you know, when you join the platform, it's like the most popular person on the platform. A lot of people are going to follow, right? Because that's, yeah, they, it's like whenever you, whenever, it's like, it's like who to follow. Here's someone you could follow. Right. (laughs) Right. In a way. Next. We're going to play a quick game of Who Them. Hi, Who Weekly. Hope you're staying safe. Is Diane Kruger a Who Are Them? Thanks. Diane Kruger, one, two, three. Who? Who? (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Like, don't hate her, but who? No. No, not at all. Okay. No! (laughs) Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Long time, long time. Um calling with a question about the sims universe what are the who's and them's of the sims universe like the grim reaper or the like weird neighbors or like any simlish words um i am also the woman in the window with quarantine if you can't tell crunch crunch from the original sims tell me who are them okay the pleasant the pleasant family one, two, three. Who? Who? Yeah. Okay. The Roomies family. Who's that? One, two, three. Who? Who? Chris and Melissa Roomie. Who? The Bachelor family. He was. He lived alone. His name was Michael Bachelor. I don't know him. One, two, three. Who? Who? Okay. The Newbie family. Who are they? Betty and Bob Newbie. No idea. They were the tutorial neighborhood family. They okay, don't care One, about them. One, two, three. Who? Who? Mortimer Goth, Bella Goth, and oh, Cassandra oh! Goth. One, two, three. Them. Them. Those are the thems. The thems were go- were the o- I mean the Goths were the only thems. Mortimer and Bella because they come over to introduce themselves immediately and Come you're on, like. Smella. And Bella's always like too sexy, and you're like, you are too sexy, well, Bella. The game was opens up like, should you flirt with either of them? That's the mm-hmm. game. The game is like, oh, you're gonna be flirty with these people who are in a relationship, <laughs> yeah. but it might be open. Oh. Bella and Mortimer are like too sexy and they're like, yeah, my daughter's at home. Like, what's up over here? And okay, you're like, they say that in goths. <laughs> These goths. 
<laughs> it's really silly to me that in the same way Clue is good, yeah, there's a way to make The Sims a really good movie. And it's weird that they never did it. It's crazy that no one has tried. First of all, we're like maybe getting a Barbie movie after mm-hmm. so many years. We never, well, we've had Barbie movies that are made by Barbie or like Barbie for, for mm-hmm. children, but we've mm-hmm. never had an adult Barbie movie. But I think the popularity of the Lego movies has started this rush to the top of like yeah. how do we make other movies like that because that was such an but the latest lego movie was sort of a flop it wasn't yeah. a flop but it was disappointing and i then th- they were like well maybe people aren't that into these because right. then that didn't that because of the performance of the lego movie i thought that that's one of the main reasons they started pushing back the barbie movie and stuff because I mean, they were like, maybe, maybe people aren't I also the right. iconic epic flop of the playmobile movie or whatever remember that that was like oh megan trainer's movie the biggest flop of the year or whatever one of them i mean but you look at trolls trolls is hugely popular that's a movie that but that is for also for children that's not a movie for adults lego movie was kind of for adults can you name the uh song megan trainer wrote for the playmobil movie is it like come up get up come on get up let's play or something what is it no it's called run like the river (laughs) what Uh, (laughs) like let the river run (laughs) i don't run like the river okay i know Um, okay yeah i know i get it okay uh next call hi are the indigo girls a who or a them (laughs) Hi. <laughs> the most succinct, okay. like shortest, okay. sweetest okay. little call. Okay. Perfectly crisp. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Indigo Girls, who are them? One, two, three, them. Them as Indigo Girls, who as named separately, because I could not name them for you. I was going to ask you, could you name Amy? the- Amy? Uh, the... Is one named Amy? Yeah. And one is named like Barb or something, and they're definitely in no, love. Emily. Okay, and they're Emily. in love. And they're in love. We don't know. I mean, they're probably in love as friends, but I don't know that we're. No, I they're think that they, certainly in love. I think that they they love each other. I think that they're no, because in love. Uh, Emily is married to someone. Maybe they are in love. It's not saying they couldn't be in love with each other, but <laughs> Emily mean. is married to the former Indigo Girls tour manager Tristan Shipman. Oh, oh I thought that they literally mm-hmm. were in a relationship with each other. Okay, fine. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. The Indigo Girls. I know and that it says. I that I'm, I'm reading the. I'm reading the. Um, I love. By the way, I the love of, the Indigo Girls. I just don't yeah, know a lot too. about actually, them. Okay, thank you. I actually do. Every time I listen to the Indigo Girls, I'm like, I should get into them Galileo because I really is a perfect song. <laughs> yeah, that was like a karaoke song, a yeah. karaoke fave of yours, a big. And so I didn't do it every that time. Well, I hear every time. <laughs> when I listen to the Indigo Girls, I'm like, this rules. But I've never like really taken the time to embrace their discography and i feel like maybe that's a quarantine activity just get really fucking like wait i would love into indigo girls fandom you were like when this is all over it's like so what did we get done okay so like whatever whatever bobby got really into the indigo girls (laughs) during the 2020 quarantine Thank you for listening to Who's There. Uh, please call in at 619 Who them if you have any other questions, comments, concerns. Hope you're enjoying your quarantine. We're happy to be there with you while you're quarantining. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. If you feel like getting two bonus episodes a week, because we're making You also get your own secret call in line, too, which is a fun thing. 
But anyway, have a good weekend. Enjoy Megan's elephant documentary. She worked very hard on it. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, I just did an at-home core workout and I just did like a random Planet Fitness video and it turned out to be Doug the Pug doing the video with his with his owner as the instructor. Crunch crunch.